0: Happy Monday and welcome to the latest seafood news podcast brought to you by Ernerberry's Comtel. Comtel is now available for iPhone through the App Store and for Android through Google Play. Download today to get quotes, news, and analysis right on your phone. I'm marketing assistant, Nicole Christie.
1: And I'm CP News staff writer, Amanda Buckle. Thanks for listening in.
0: We have a great show for you guys today. Come on, Nicole, you say it every week. <laughs> I know I say that every week, but I swear it's true. This week, we're talking Alaskan halibut, the Gulf of St. Lawrence crab fishery, and Red Lobster's waffle and lobster dish.
1: Alright, you're right, that does sound like a good show, so let's let's kick things off. Let's kick it off. So,
0: as we mentioned in last week's episode, the halibut fishery in Alaska opened on March 24th, and the season's first fish have crossed into the docks. But, unfortunately, landings aren't fetching a high price.
1: Yeah, so, seafood News correspondent Lene Welch says that the prices are at $4.50 to $5 a pound at major ports. And that's actually about like $2 lower than what fishermen have been accustomed to. And normally what happens is that the first landings fetch a higher price and then drop off as the market settles, but that's obviously not the case this yeah. year. So what do, you, what do you think the reason is for that? Um, well, I mean, it could be like a couple of things. Uh, what could be affecting the price is reports of like holdovers of halibut and freezers from last year. Uh, But Laney also notes that Canadian fish have taken over a portion of Alaska's market share. Okay,
0: now speaking of Canada, Canadian Fisheries Minister Dominic LeBlanc just announced that a closure is going to be implemented
1: into the crab fishery in the Gulf of St. Lawrence where whales were observed last year. Yeah, so I mean obviously there's been a focus on North Atlantic right whales. Um, Last year we lost 18 of them and there are approximately 450 left in the world. So all these deaths, they didn't occur in the Gulf of St. Lawrence, but there were a couple of right whale deaths in that area that were connected to entanglement and getting struck by fishing vessels. So just a couple weeks ago, the Marine Stewardship Council actually decided to suspend the certification of the snow crab fishery in the southern Gulf of St. Lawrence due to the right whale mortalities, and this closure decision by uh, Canadian fisheries minister Dominic LeBlanc could be a step in the right direction for the fishery to have their MSC certificate suspension lifted. Um, so it's not like clear how large an area will be affected by this closure, but if whales are sighted in other areas in the Gulf, um, then those may close for 15 days, but in the southern Gulf snow crab fishery, the DFO will implement measures that include trap reduction, um, things like earlier closure of the season and requiring snow crab vessels to report their activity on the water more frequently through DFO's vessel monitoring system. Uh, and besides that, there will also be like a mandatory 10 knot speed limit um, through the Southern Gulf. And so they're hoping that all these measures will, you know, prevent any more right whale deaths from happening. And um, the closure will be effective April 28th.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it. A 15 day closure for a
1: business. You that's gotta hurt. I mean, it's not even like fifteen. Like fifteen days is just for if a whale is sighted outside of the area that they're designating. So the closure, like I said, there's now they don't actually have like the set area yet. Mm-hmm. But outside of that closure that they're having, if they see any whales in those areas, that's closed for fifteen days. So. It, you know.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm a huge animal lover, so um, I'm secretly happy about these changes, but I can definitely see how some of you know the fishermen are unhappy about it.
1: Yeah, I mean like you know, closure's never a good thing for fishermen, but Canada is certainly taking other steps to see the North Atlantic right whales. So hopefully this closure won't be like a norm going forward.
0: Yeah. Well that was actually another big headline this week. New Brunswick crab fishermen are testing ropeless fishing gear now.
1: Exactly. So this is something we've talked about on the podcast before. Um, scientists were recommending ropeless trap methods and fishermen were kind of blowing off as like crazy and um, expensive. Uh, but the general consensus is that fishermen want to do what they can to prevent entanglements. You know, nobody's, you know, trying to hurt these whales. No. So, um, ten New Brunswick fishermen are actually testing two different ropeless trap methods, uh, and they both use sonar to track and communicate with the traps, which is pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the first is based on acoustic release, which uh, has a rope in a mesh bag, so it's not floating freely in the water. Um, and the second method uses um, an inflatable buoy, and uh, it's uh, the buoy is deflated. And attach to the pot, and a trigger allows it to inflate and lift the trap to the surface.
0: Wow. Well, I can't wait to hear the feedback from the fishermen and you know who are testing it out, and just to see which method is maybe more effective.
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, one of them has to be. I know the um, the deflated buoy method. It's like 100% set yet, and hasn't used, been used in a commercial setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the maker of it is excited to work with these fishermen and you know work out the kinks and and like I said, that hopefully this won't be like a closure. The, I mean, you still have to watch for, you know, vessels striking whales, but, you know, a, re- a reduction in speed is perfectly it's acceptable, key. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully, like I said, a, a closure won't be the norm.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully it saves a lot of the whales. 450 left, that's not a lot. No. <laughs> All right. And on to our final story of the day, Red Lobster's new Lobster Fest
1: dish, lobster and waffles. I'm just going to say this right now because... We have like an open, open curtain. Po- I don't know. I want everyone to know what goes on in this podcast. And Nicole just had to do multiple takes because she couldn't say the word lobster fest. I
0: said lobster fish, fesh. Lobster fesh, lobster it's fetish. It's hard. Words are <laughs> hard, guys.
1: <laughs> so I just wanted to, to pull back the curtains on that. So, uh-huh. but anyway, um, I am all about Red Lobster's new Lobster Fest dish that is a tongue twister. Um, See, you did it too. I'm not the <laughs> only one. We both do it. We're We're guilty. A lobster waffle i mean it's cool
0: it is cool i mean it's basically a seafood twist on the classic chicken and waffles um
1: well actually a red lobster twist because this isn't your normal waffle it's actually made from the chain's famous cheddar <gasps> bay biscuits that oh everyone goes my. crazy over they are they're an obsession i got a box of it from costco yes. so a costco size box of that cheddar bay biscuits and I nearly never, gone? never reemerged from my home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. They're amazing. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't tried their lobster waffle dish yet, but the reactions on Twitter have been amazing. So Nicole and I compiled a couple, and we want to read some of them to you. Yeah, so user
0: at countonjc said, and I quote, dreams do come true. Thank you, Red Lobster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it. This one is from a user named Max. He wrote, this looks like something I literally shoved into my mouth this morning. I mean, waffles are breakfast food. Why not add some lobster exactly. to it? I mean, some people do, like, you can get, like, a, a crab, um, like, crab Benedict. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, so what's not the difference weird? between lobster and, and waffles?
0: Nothing. I'm with you, Max, on that one. Um, so this is a good one from a user named Tiffany. How are we supposed to make healthy choices when Red Lobster's out here with a whole waffle dipped in Cheddar Bay Biscuit batter served with lobster? Hashtag
1: the struggle is real. Hashtag the struggle is real, but that's not entirely accurate. (laughs) I mean, like, it's not a waffle dipped in Cheddar Bay Biscuit. (laughs) That would be the thickest waffle.
0: That would be disgusting.
1: I don't even think you'd be able to, like, get through no, the whole thing. No, and it's not, hilarious. And
0: Tiffany, it's not like people are going and putting maple syrup on this. I'm sure. No, they are. They are. Yes. They are. I thought they would put butter.
1: Oh my gosh! No, there is. You top this baby off with with maple syrup. Oh my god. Nicole's <laughs> mind's blown right now. So I, take it back. Take it back mom. for Tiffany. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I love this one from username Brody. Whoever thought of this needs a raise. Yes. Bravo. I agree. It's but I was actually, I was actually telling Nicole uh, as we were warming up here, is that this is actually something that restaurants have been doing, like you know, like small mom and pop restaurants, they've had this on their like brunch menu for years now. Um, this is just something that lo- Red Lobster is, you know, adding to their menu. Um, we've talked about this before. It's definitely Instagram worthy.
0: Yes, 100% Instagram worthy. Um, if you if you tried the lobster and waffles. Tag us. Put a picture and tag at Seafood News. Yes, we want to see because it. Because I want to drool on my keyboard just like this one user named Kermain did. He said, and I quote, I think I just drooled on my keyboard. I love that one. That is probably <laughs> my favorite. Oh, uh, well, um, thanks for listening, guys. The podcast this week was sponsored by Ernerberry's Comtel. Be sure to download the new app today. Today. Today, right now. We promise you it's very convenient. It's very easy to use. Um, you can follow industry
1: trends right on the go. Exactly. I mean, so. I know I'm always on business trips. It's. I mean, you always have to lug your laptop with you, but mm-hmm. you're sitting on the plane. You're, you know, waiting in a cab. Like you have all this right at the touch of the fingertips on the app. It's. It's really great. Yeah. So go
0: search Comtel in the App Store and also on Google Play for yep. you Android users. All right. Well, we will talk to you all next week.